we're all protecting you. We have, we have all protected, protected you. you. About my marriage? About what you told us about your marriage. With the mostest? We you told us. Okay, I don't know. Don't, don't ever so bring so you guys around me. Let me tell you something. The only thing. If I want to see that, I would have wrote it. I'm not really sure what I've done to you, but I'm looking for you. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Hot and Bravo podcast on the Buttered Pop Network. We are here finally in a wonderful time because it is the part one reunion of Real Housewives of Potomac. It's Eddie Estrada here, and I'm here with my co-host, Kelsey. Kelsey, how are you doing? Are you excited? I mean, the first part was already incredible. I'm so happy to be here, so happy to have been able to watch the reunion episode of Potomac. Um... This whole season has been amazing, and the reunion, I think, really delivered. Yeah, we were talking, most of the time when you have, like, a reunion and it's, like, a three-parter, the first part, like, kind of sucks, and it just kind of, like... It's the dud. It's the dud. I mean, it's usually, like, okay, but it's not the most exciting episode, the most exciting part of the finale, but this first part was so good. I mean, things started off with a bang. Mm-hmm. And all the previews look amazing as well. So I think it's only going to get better from here. No, it, it really will. Um, especially with that like cliffhanger ending we had. I uh, know. And all the husbands getting involved. Yeah. I mean, I'm very excited to see where this goes. But we need to talk about what happened in part one. Because yes, so definitely. much did go down. And we can't start a reunion podcast without talking about first and the foremost. Looks. This actually the seating arrangement. So this is how everyone is seated around Andy. And you know, this is kind of a big deal because like there's hot seats and stuff. So it is Monique Samuels on the far left. Cause she was pregnant. And besides her threat to drag Candace, she didn't bring a whole lot. Yeah, but she was still there. We were happy to have her. I'm just saying I'm, I'm very happy next to her. We had Karen Huger. Um, who started La Dame uh, Fragrance, mm-hmm. and uh, we find it in the reunion, has moved back to Potomac under interesting circumstances, which we'll get to. Um, next to her, next, which is next to Andy, hot seat number one goes to none other than Ashley Darby. Well, yes, with the butt-grabbing husband, she has to be front and center. She is in the hot seat. She is definitely in the hot seat this time. And then opposite her, we have... Giselle Bryant, someone who also deserves the hot seat because she had her mouth going all season long. She was a messy train that arrived on time every single episode. Fantastic. Um, Next to her, we have Candace Dillard, who, by the way, Candace had a great season this season. Yes, and she mistakenly thought she was going to the Grammys. And (laughs) poor Robin could barely sit in her seat because of Candace's large... Feather protrusion. Yeah, we'll get to the outfits in a second because I think we both have a lot to say <laughs> about what these ladies were wearing, um, which they all were looking lovely and what I have to say. And then on the far end next to Candace, we have Robin who contributed nothing to this reunion except for, mm-hmm, yes. head nod, oh, I, that's all, it, that's all she, I think she contributed really. I agree. Um, she had a nice little hairdo. Now let's, let's go through the outfits. So let's start with Robin. Um, oh, I think Robin is a gorgeous woman, but I think this episode, she looked like a, a ugly stepsister. It was... Her uh, dress looked so cheap. It looked so bad. The dress looked really bad. It looked like And the it was wig looked like cheap, cheap and together. bad, too. Like, did you borrow that wig from Katie, Robin? 
Hey, I mean, at least I like the longer hair look on her. I think it frames her face really. But nice. it was such like a yeah. It wasn't even. It wasn't even blonde. It was yellow. Yeah, I have to agree with you on that. It was. It was definitely not the not the best. And the lights of the stage did not do it any favors either. Candace, I already said, was going to the Grammys. She looked a little Bjorkish with all the feathers. I mean, the thing with her outfit, though, I think she's the only one that could pull it off. I think she looked great. It was one of my favorite dresses. I think she looked great. She probably looked the best overall out of all of them. But I, it was just like slightly wrong for the occasion in my eyes. I mean, I thought it was a nice little like hater blocker she had on her shoulder. Like <laughs> in case Robin was going to come shield. out with anything. It was a nice little, yeah, shield. But I mean, I, I'm expecting reunion outfits to get more bold as uh, we progress. That's true. I don't think this is going to be the last we see. I think the ladies are going to be a little bit more competitive because the reunion look has become something. And I think this is why we are also seeing a lot more themes in the reunions. It mm-hmm. used to kind of just be like free fall where, where whatever you want. Yeah, try it out, trying each other. Yeah. And now it's like, okay, we're going to wear a theme and it's going to be like, who could do the theme best? Like, you know, Atlanta did the jewel tones that one season mm-hmm. where they all looked amazing and they were each a different color. And then you have Roni sometimes does it. They do like a color palette. Potomac, you had all white this time. I like it. I like the themes. I'm a fan of the themes as well. Poor Ashley looked like she had hulked out of her dress in the back and her stylist had frantically tried to tack it together in the last minutes and she was just sitting there with her half busted out dress I mean, she and her hairstylist gave up halfway it was like matted Did, on yeah her forehead. and when you see the side or the back view it looks like she had a helmet like a hair helmet over her regular hair which was just it was just very concerning another sad hair look from ashley as well Ugh. these women have no rights to be talking any shit about katie's wigs because they're not doing great themselves either like robin you're off the list yeah i mean that's the thing about potomac is like even Karen has had her wig moments. The oh, wig shift. Karen has had many a wig moment. So, I mean... I, I think the only people who are <laughs> who are off the hook are Monique and Giselle on that one. Hey, th- they're the only two Ashley that Ashley had talk. been doing great up until her Merkin moment, but that was so horrifying. It put her right on the list. I was dead that she has lent the Merkin wig to her mom and oh her God, mom And the wart. picture of her at the baby shower. Oh my gosh, that destroyed it me. It looked so much more sad and lop- like... Help your mom out. Don't hurt her. What's it was wrong definitely with like you? deflated for sure. Yeah. Um, I just liked how, the, like, I think it was either Monique or Giselle, the one that fat, like, was like, is that Ashley's wig? Like, they yes. recognized the wig from. And like, Ashley burst it out laughing. That's hilarious. Um, next to Ashley, we had Karen, who I thought looked really nice. I think Karen always looks nice. She kind of looked like a like a Grecian goddess with her hair up. I think she looked great for Karen. I think... um, You always have to put the disclaimer for Karen. (laughs) I think she also could teach Ramona a thing or two about the ponytail. Um... Well, that's because Ramona tried to learn a thing or two about her ponytail from Mariah Carey. And... I mean, she's been doing better lately, but... What, Ramona? Yeah. Oh, yeah, Ramona. I mean, I think Ramona's kind of... Never forget the onion. Yeah. It was bad. It was really bad. (sighs) Um, Monique looked fantastic. Monique never does anything wrong. 
<laughs> I loved her Princess Leia bra underneath the dress. Yeah, we were watching it with someone yesterday, and they were like, "Oh, the bra like doesn't do it for me." And I was like, "The bra, the bra it all is together. What's doing it for me? The little gold peeking out. It yeah, looks great. But I'm like a magpie. Anything shiny, I'm like, oh, okay. You're like all the glitters Sold. is gold. Exactly. You're the, <laughs> give me the trolls gold underneath the, the <laughs> whatever bridge. It's all that catches your eye. <laughs> Um, what was it? Rumpelstiltskin that was like, sew me gold and then you'll have your child back. That's Kelsey. So watch out. Kelsey is Rumpelstiltskin. Um, let's move on to like actually what happened in the Potomac reunion. We start off with Giselle, what's been going on with her. And we find out she is, she doesn't necessarily say she's dating, but she says her ex-husband, Jamal Bryant is committed to her. Yeah, which which was an odd way to put it. I mean, but it sounds like she was just kind of saying instead of like dating, like, mm-hmm. oh, we're trying things out. It's like we're dating and we're committed, like exclusive, like instead of yeah. saying exclusive, because we all know he's been around the block. Yeah. Um, that was the reason they divorced in the first Potentially place. Potentially even with Phaedra. Yeah. So le- I haven't talked to you, but I've talked to everyone else under the sun about this. I've been on like three podcasts this week. Mm-hmm. I've talked to Armin about it. But what are your thoughts on the Mr. Chocolate Chocolate reveal? I just thought it was super interesting. I love finding out all this kind of stuff. I mean, I felt like E. Palmer when I was like, "Uh uh-huh, what? You're just going to drop this on this and like kind (laughs) of keep moving through it like a whatever story? It was a big deal. Yeah, I I loved Giselle's response as always. I think she's very well-spoken and um, always handles these sort of situations with such aplomb. So do you think... Phaedra dated him or do you, do you believe Jamal? I think they definitely fucked. I, I mean, who was it that said Jamal had illegitimate children and I, Giselle did not dispute the fact. So yeah, I don't so, know. I, I would, mean, I don't doubt that he got with Phaedra. Yeah. I feel like Phaedra definitely, if she said she did it, she did it as much as she was an entertaining housewife. She also, I mean, she's something. I believe the Mr. Chocolate rumors. <laughs> I, I do too. I'm right there with you. Um, but we also check in on how much everyone else th- thinks Giselle's therapy has worked. And no one thinks it's worked. No one, not one person. They were like for a second, but like it's still Giselle. And Giselle's like, oh, I thought I was doing better basically. <laughs> she doesn't notice. And that's when Karen says that um, the only reason she was getting into Giselle's Giselle's business was because Sax called her yeah. to ask her about it, which is such an outlandish claim. I Maybe it was. Maybe it was like her salesperson at Sax heard something from someone else and was like, Karen, I got to do the gossip. Like her little minions out there, word on the street. I think it's totally plausible. As someone who worked at like a Nordstrom and like the clients that I had, you have like regular clients and you hear stuff and like, you have access to their numbers. Like I had, I had clients that I would like call and be like, Hey, we have something. But in. for like, her to be like, Sax called me. Come on. It's very Karen of her. I have very to say. Karen, but I, I don't doubt the story. Like her saying, um, La Dom is in Bloomingdale's when, if you go online right now, listeners, you will not find it there. I don't know when you could have or for how long, but it, it it's not there now. Yeah. Um, like Ashley's restaurant. It has, Poof, disappeared. Yeah, it's in a retail store. We were making this joke on our upcoming Housewives of Street Potomac. Um, she's like, in a retail store near you, because she doesn't even know where it's going. Um, and that's why Andy's like, where is it? And she's like, oh, it's in Bloomingdale's. I know she's had like pop-ups at Bloomingdale's, uh-huh. and maybe that's where you can like buy it, where like her, maybe her lo- local Bloomingdale's is like, yeah, you can like set up shop here and like, 
I guess, share your LaDom with the world. But like, like you said, we haven't seen it. Yeah. Online, the only place you can find it is her website. Bootleg. Bootleg LaDomOfficial.com. I'll sell you, I'll sell you rollerballs on the street if you want to get your hands on LaDom. Yeah, the rollerballs are sold out. I haven't checked recently, but last time I checked, last week. because <laughs> she gave them all away. That was her sample. You're all getting rollerballs. You're rollerballs. You'll get rollerballs. There was one review on the Amazon entry for La Dame, and it said, um, this was a fake, but I understand. Must be hard with just one bottle. <laughs> <laughs> the one bottle that they had. She's like, please don't touch the bottle. <laughs> They're like, yeah, like, like under the, the jar. Can. Yeah. Um, who else do we have to catch up on? I mean, not Robin because she said nothing. Um, and I'll just move forward past her. Monique had the baby. She's very happy. Um, Chase Samuels. We're very excited for them. Yes, but like they didn't even talk about that. They just no. breezed right on past it. Breezed and they by. go to Candace and Dorothy, which it killed me when Monique says, um, oh, I've never seen a mom on the couch before. It was like, huh, so Shady, but like also bitter, which I thought was hilarious. I mean, they could have got Chris's mom on the couch. And Dorothy was like, well. Well, Dorothy is a character in herself. I feel like Andy and Giselle both felt like this was their moment to like try to intervene on Candace's behalf with Dorothy. And they're both like, okay. Andy was like, if I call her on all her bullshit, like she won't be able to squirrel out of this. And Giselle was like, if I'm as diplomatic as possible, I can like get her Sway to her. actually see how she's hurting her daughter. Because mm-hmm. she said some horrible things. She said that basically her daughter's pain like could in no way equate to hers because of, she was older. Yeah. Which is such a messed up thing to say. About and, your own daughter even too. Yeah. And then when she's talking about the incident where she hit Candace with her purse, she's like, I went, bye, girl. <laughs> and then her her face hit the purse. And she's like, Candace, she's like, and what proof do you have? And Candace is like, I had a welt on my face. And she's like, well, that's your perspective. I have my perspective and you have your perspective. Yeah. And I'm like, you hit her in the face. What perspective are like, there? I think there's some makeup right here. Yeah, that's, that's what knocked her. That's what gave her the welt. <laughs> I love how Andy and her reenacted it though. And he's like, she's like, I can hit him. He was like, I want to feel your pain <laughs> digging it in. And she didn't even notice. Of course, Dorothy was oblivious, but she was so great oblivious. She was so funny. And the way she talks, Andy, Andy, what? you've only heard her side of the story. I have to ask, what do you think of, um, when Candace said, um, that she pays all the mortgage and Dorothy says, if you say so, I think that's just Dorothy fucking with her. Because Ashley picked up on that really quick and wanted to... Of course, because she's just waiting to, to throw the butter knife back, you know? Oh, yeah. Um, the butter knife fight was, like, interesting that they were talking about it because Monique tried to call out um, Candace because Candace said it was because she told Ashley to leave her house uh-huh. and she came back. And Monique's like, no, no, she hadn't left at that uh-huh. point. And then Candace kind of jumps on that and goes into the story. Um but this leads into a one-on-one battle of Candace versus Ashley mm-hmm. that cuts so deep. I thought 
honestly, Candace came out on top here. She really, a hundred percent, really read Ashley, and Ashley didn't have much to say other than you're the least accomplished person on this couch. Um, you're the least interesting to look at. <laughs> but Candace starts off with, "I looked in your eyes, your beady little eyes." She also says, "I wasn't plucked out of obscurity like you. You are a gold digger." digger (laughs) michael is in his 70s he is due to check out in five minutes which killed me yeah that was like whoa and giselle is trying so hard not to laugh and she's supposed to be team ashley and she has to like tuck her (laughs) tuck her head and giggle to herself because she read her so well i was so impressed with candace and how she just came Guns blazing, like all of those like reads she has. And I want to like get like the audio file of just both of them, just one mm-hmm. at a time so I can decipher. But Candace looked like she came prepared with like prepared statements, essentially. Like you she think had. so? Oh, I don't know. I mean, I would be I so impressed that I think she just gets fired quick. up and she goes off and like she, all those things were true things that I think everyone's probably thought. I mean, yeah, the, but the Michael in like five the he's ready to check out in five minutes and you'll collect your checks. Like, you're like so excited. I'm like, this sounds like Deandra and Mama D. She's just, I've worked 50 years to get this trust. I need this trust. And it's like, Ashley's like, I had to deal with this 70 year old, according to Candace. But I was also dying at Candace going like, well, I came from her cooch. Everything oh, that yeah. I've worked for to get, I'm a legacy. Like, you're just a gold digger. And I was like, okay, oh, that, no. Candace. Candace. And she just put her foot in her mouth even further on Twitter. Did you see that? She said something along the lines of, like, the destitute will never understand what it's like to come from money, something along those lines. And, it, like, it's still standing by it, even though people are like, girl. That's not good. This is bad. That's not good. She just can't help herself, that one. But with the mom like Dorothy, it's very hard to... (laughs) Wait, back to Dorothy and Ashley for a sec, or Dorothy and Candace for a second. I need more people to start bringing out deeds on reunions. Yeah, we need to, like, we need more... I I want more deets on Dorothy. Oh, more deets or deeds? I was saying the deeds. Oh, deeds. (laughs) When Candace brings out the deed... When she's like, Andy, not only do I have like an answer for you, I also brought the entire deed to the house to prove to you. And Monique Which was only like, wow. proves that your name is on the deed. It doesn't say how much you've paid into that the is mortgage. True. Or what your equity in the home is. Which is why all the other women were like, hmm, okay. I mean, Monique thought it was funny. Yeah. I was impressed with Monique. I was like, I want, I, we should have had a deed for Beverly Hills. That's what we should have had. You stole my goddamn house. <laughs> Well, well, where's the deed? Where's the deed? Where's the sale? Where's the buyout? I need, I need all the information. Where's the escrow information? Um, let's. Do we have anything else that we want to touch on for those fights? Um, well, Candace and Ashley they recovered, and then they got back into it, and um, they got into a fight saying back and forth, ask about me, people know me, yeah. to each other, which was hysterical. We need a duet version. Because we know you, ladies, as housewives. Don't get it twisted. We need a The Boy Is Mine style <laughs> remix to <laughs> Google Me by Kim Zolciak, where those two oh are like, G-O-O-G-L-E, me. You know what song I'm yeah, talking about? Yeah, but like angrily at each other, I understand. They both sounded so crazy because you guys are both pageant queens i don't know how famous you think pageant queens are unless you're talking about i mean i can't even think of the names of the most famous pageant queens um, vanessa, vanessa williams. williams there we go that's unless you're vanessa williams or 
Um, Victoria, no. What's her name? Vanessa. I don't know any other pageant queens. But that's the point. That's exactly the other housewives don't count because you know about them from housewives, not from being a pageant queen. Yeah. So that's my point. No one knows who you are, Ashley or Candace, so get over yourselves. Other than for housewives. And like, yes, you're a, a, a housewife and you get all your glory from that. I mean, yeah. And I mean, yeah, I guess maybe Ashley's just been on a season long or a couple seasons longer, so maybe she, she was feels... referencing her pageant days as why she people know her. Yeah. And that's when Andy quoted Candace's tweet with um I've been had jobs. You've oh my been gosh. turning tricks. Which was hysterical also. And Andy said, That sounds black and white nasty and she was like, mm, I don't know. <laughs> uh, she's like, It's not nasty. She's like, That's just how I'm talking. I think Andy feels the least pressured with these ladies, and so he really takes them all to task. Oh, he's really going for it. He really goes for it. But I think he does every season. Like, he really, you're like, oh, oh 100%. Andy, you're not worried what they think of you because you know they're begging at your feet. Oh, they are too happy with their Potomac lives on TV to oh, like, yeah. ever cross him. And Candace also said, people know you for being a gold digging hoe, doing concubine shit. Which is just like, Candace. I mean, where's the lie? Um, We forgot to talk about Karen Huger and her move back to um, Potomac. She is, Andy asks if she's renting. She goes, oh, no, no, there's options. We have many options. I'm leasing to buy. I have a huge option. (laughs) And it's like very reminiscent of... um, Oh, no, no, I didn't didn't lose my uh, implants. I took them out. And then I lost weight. Oh, you didn't know? You didn't know? I thought I thought I thought you knew. I thought that's what you were talking about. Yeah. I thought you already knew. Oh, well, everyone knows that. Um, no, it was very that vibes, which killed me. Um, do we have anything else before we get into Michael? No, I mean we close with chatting with Ashley about the baby. They show her showing them a picture where they're like, Oh my god, he actually looks like you there, and she's like, Thank God. Which is a like definitely Ooh. a grimace moment. And yeah. then they get into Ashley and talking about her prenup and what her settlement would be if they divorced now that she had the baby. And the entire time, this actual gold-digging hoe, thank you, Candace, is smirking. Mm-hmm, smiling. At, like, she cannot even talk about p- potential financial settlements without grinning and it's so creepy and i really didn't think that she was that into it for money i mean i don't know what i thought i thought something weird was going on it seemed off and but she was smirking like malevolent forces were at work but the look on her face was disturbing to me hey it was just the proof was in the pudding in that moment um but yeah after we get that then we get them like starting to discuss michael as Michael is like getting it, like escorted into the building with his sweaty back, uh, climbing the stairs, and then he's like Emperor he's, Palpatine yeah, on the st- like watching from above. It's bum, terrifying. Bum, 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 it was bum, crazy. Like he's so creepy. He was like looming up there, and everyone's faces are just like, uh. The editors do him so dirty. It's so funny. I'm so glad that they're like. They having, are so like, desperate to come back another season after the way the editors played them this oh, season. Yeah. Oh yeah, they're gonna be like, we are coming back with a, f- a fury. Um, we do know that Ashley, there was like the rumor that Ashley wasn't taping 
but we know that her and Michael have been taping separately. So we will be. They're back out. for more punishment. Um, is there anything else that we need to talk about? The pre- I don't think so. The previews for next week look amazing. Yes, that is true. Can't wait for the husbands to come out to play. Chris and Ray both look like they're going to throw their hats into the ring, which I'm super excited for. Chris has been a sleeper hit to me this season. Oh, yeah. I've been waiting for Chris to like basically tell his side of the story because he's been hinting that he's wanted to for a while mm-hmm. now. Definitely. So I'm excited. It will be good. Um, yeah, the rest of this reunion looks fantastic. I'm ready for it. If you guys are ready for it, make sure you guys are subscribed wherever you're listening because we'll be taking it all in and talking about every single last little bit of these Potomac ladies in the reunion. So whether that's SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play Music, iTunes, or Spotify, just hit subscribe. If you guys want to follow us on social media, we're on Instagram and Twitter. Just find us at Hot and Bravo. That's H-O-T and B-R-A-V-O-D. Kelsey, how can people not find you? You just got to ask your dog. And I can be found at, at, at <laughs> underscore Estrada. We'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye.